Hello, investors, and thank you for joining me for another episode. I just want to say before we dive into the details about the flaws in the BRRRRRRR model, I'm just joking, of course, to mention a few things. If you want to see the type of properties we like to invest in, we have a dedicated website that we, up we upload properties that we considered on a weekly basis. This is the tip of the iceberg. It's not everything we have, but it will give you a good representation of what's available out there. If you want to check it out, go to reistart.com. REI, like real estate investing, start like the beginning.com. So reistart.com. With that said, I want to wish you happy holidays, and I hope you're all staying healthy and safe during those wacky times. Thank you for listening. And enjoy, of course, the episode. I want to take a minute or two to talk about the Burr model, the B-R-R-R-R model. That model, which I have to admit, I really hate that word, stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat, or something along those lines. Somewhere over the years, I even had, I found someone that, uh, someone called it, uh, even had another R, which I don't remember what it stands for. I like to call it in simplicity, DIR, D-I-R, diamond in the rough. Now, let's talk about what is the DIR house to begin with, and then let's talk, let's outline all the challenges that you will probably be facing in this model. I want to start by saying that the DIR model, in my opinion, is a very good model if we can accomplish it. What is a DIR, you know, diamond in the rough house looks like? So usually, okay, it's, there's no the, uh, correct or accurate definition, but usually it means a house that's been, that, that is, that needs work needs more work. For example, recent such houses uh, that I've looked at, the house was very dated in terms of the, you know, the design and the uh, design elements. The roof was, it needs to be replaced. The HVAC system is not working. Um, and the house basically needs all new paints, all new floors, new roof, new, new HVAC, maybe a kitchen or vanities, maybe it depends. Uh, probably some wallpaper removal and multiple small items such as maybe updating the electrical panel and um, fixing some drywall, you know, like significant holes or, uh, or patching something and, and the dishwasher is not working and the, 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 uh, those things. So the, the usual stuff that we would find with the house that's been, let's say, neglected a little bit for for. Uh, for a few years. Now, such a, such a situation probably means we would need to deal with, well, let's say, three to five subcontractors. One for the roof, one for painting, one for flooring, uh, one for HVAC, and a general one. A general by me, like a handyman or someone that will go around the house 
and will fix all those little things uh, that are not you know, under either one of those categories. So we would need a bunch of, um, of contractors, uh, all of them very focused on certain tasks or tasks, to make sure the house is rent-ready or, you know, or suitable for living. So a DIR property, when we buy it, we know we're going to spend probably anywhere from twenty to $40,000, give or take, depending on the size, depending on the condition, depending on what um, aspects or what uh, things need to be replaced. Yes roof, no roof, HVAC, no HVAC, etc. And that's something we, we need to plan for. So this is only the definition of the DIR the diamond in the rough property. And the reason we would want, or this house is attractive, is because typically the whole idea is, we buy a house, let's say for 150, we fix it up or fix it all together for another 40, so that makes it about 190, maybe even $200,000 with additional cost. And when we're done, this house market value, we would want it to be, Let's say to four, to thirty, to forty, to fifty thousand. Okay, just to give us an example, why would we trouble with all of this? Is because we, for an uh, investment of two hundred thousand dollars, we'll end up with a product, with a property that's worth quite a bit more. Ten, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30%, maybe even thirty percent more. Right? Every every situation is, is different. Every house is different. I want you to, to realize or understand that I'm not talking about the full flip here. The whole purpose here is to get a house that needs to need some, let's call it extensive TLC, and to bring it back to modern life, to a livable uh, uh, condition, uh, and rent it out. Now, now that we understand what a DIR house is, let's talk about the challenges. So challenge number one, okay, not always, but many times, such houses are have enough damage for an appraisal to come through the house and, not, and, and define the house as unlivable, unappraisable, meaning, let's take an example. The appraisal comes through the house, everything is fine, except one thing, the HVAC system is not working, no heating, and no air conditioning. By the way, it's enough if only one of them is not working. We all know it could easily be a simple fix. Appraisal comes through, not working, not in livable condition, unapproved. Another example. One of the rooms, maybe a bedroom, maybe a dining room, has no carpets, no floors, and you can actually just see the, the concrete, you know, the slab concrete below, right, or wood. The appraisal comes through, that's unacceptable, that's not living condition, unapproved, the house is, is un, you know, unapproved for long. Another example, we go into one of the rooms and there is a two feet by two feet hole in the wall, missing drywall. And so happens in the same room, the ceiling has another three feet by three feet hole, and those two holes are good enough, and everything else is fine in the house, those are the two things. It's not a, a punch hole. This is a big hole, right, relatively. The appraisal comes through, says, not livable, unapproved. The house cannot get the mortgage. So challenge number one is 
using conventional mortgage, not hard money, not private money, not cash. If you're using conventional mortgage and the house has anything that will be deemed unlivable, the appraisal will not approve the house livable and for that reason would not approve the house or would not appraise the house and the lender will not lend, you know, will not provide a mortgage. So first, we're already seeing the challenge number one is the mortgage, right? If the house is not in reasonable living condition. By the way, some of those things are easy to fix. I had a house that I looked at and it had the, it, 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 there was a missing carpet in one of the rooms and that was the only problem we were concerned about not being able to appraise the house. And I called the realtor. I said, you know what? Let's do this. Before the appraisal comes through, if you go under contract, let's put a carpet. I'll pay for a carpet. And we'll put the carpet in. 300 bucks only for that room or 500 bucks only for that room only to pass appraisal, right? And we will anyway get rid of that rug render because we want to renovate the house anyway. And the realtor said, Danny, we've done it. Not only that, we can actually bring a used rug and just lay it out there for the purpose of the appraisal and get rid of it. And it's probably going to be less than $300, right? Which, by the way, I know I'm risking that money, but look at what I'm trying to accomplish. So, challenge number one, is the house appraisable or livable, right? If we're buying cash, that's not an issue. If we're buying hard money, no issue. If we're buying uh, private money, not an issue. If we are using a specialized mortgage program that knows to deal with such houses, which there is one, then absolutely we can use that mortgage to buy that house. The problem, I call it the conventional plus program, the problem with this program is that the lender is willing to allow such house to be purchased. The lender is even willing to finance the, some of the renovation costs up to about thirty-five dollars or $40,000, which is pretty nice. And, and, and I'm simplifying things. It's a little bit more complicated. However, such lender is going to make it very, very difficult for us to buy the house. Because first of all, this conventional plus lender would need at least 45 days to, uh, to close, not 30, so that weakens our offer. Plus, it also needs to vet all the contractors I'll be using. And if I'm using more than two or three, they, they are not okay with it. So that means I need to bring a general contractor, which complicates everything. Everything is manageable, but such mortgage plan is more complicated or requires much more and there's a very good chance it will take more than 45 days to close and it will require a lot of our time and attention and details in order to do so. So just be aware there is a financing option which makes it harder to accomplish and requires more time to close. Challenge number two, we purchased the house, now it's renovated, maybe rented or not, it's time to refinance. What are we going to do now? Okay, we bought a house for 150. We renovated it for 40. We are done with the renovation. We are two months in. House is ready. Three months in. Let's refinance. Easy, right? Well, 
Not so much. Now, when I started refinance, three months after I purchased the house, the lender will tell me, not a problem. How much did you pay for it? Oh, I paid 150. Good. That's what we are going to use. So we don't care if the house is appraising for 250. You purchased it three months ago for 150. You know what? Four months ago, five months ago for you know 150. We're going to use your contract price and are willing to refinance based on a 150 purchase price. So the lender is not going to accept market value for the property for the refinance. But it's going to accept if the refinance is done in less than one year. It used to be six months, but, uh, uh, but you know, you, you can check with the lenders. It may vary, but as much as I know, usually it's one year or less. The lender is not going to accept market value, only purchase contract or, you know, amount. Now, I have had a situation like this where the lender was willing to make an exception and acknowledge the renovation amount proven that I can prove both invoices, expenses, payments, approvals, etc. So the lender was not willing, it, it, you know, it, it, at the beginning, the lender was not willing to, uh, to, uh, to lend more than the, reno, uh, than the purchase. But after I supplied all the information about the renovation, the lender was willing, vetting, accepted, to, um, to, uh, uh, to use both purchase and renovation, and that was the baseline. The fact that the house was appraised for about $100,000 more you know, than the, the total cost did not, you know, the lender did not even care about it. So here's an example where there may be an exception to what I just said, but even in that situation, the lender was not willing to go and approve a market value price, only willing to approve actual costs, actual expenses, purchase plus renovation. So problem number two is the refinance, is the pulling cash out. Now, are you going to be able to find some lender that will be willing to do or work with you? Maybe so, but most lenders now, especially now, are going to be uh, more... Um, careful or, or, or more uh, 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 reserve about refinance. Altogether, refinance is a, is a product the bank is, is more um, conservative about. You, the third thing you will, you will see probably is that when you do a refinance, the bank will probably be willing to do no less than 75% loan-to-value. So 75, 25, which could be okay still, but just be aware of that. And the rate you will probably get is going to be, I want to say about half a percent or, or, or about half a percent higher than the purchase money. So to summarize this idea, if you understand, you see, my, my biggest, what I have been more concerned about is a lot of people listen to podcasts, listen to interviews about the Burr model. And I have to admit, not only I like it, it makes perfect sense, but I think when you come down and try to, to, to make a, a plan and you end up realizing there are flaws in that plan that you didn't know about, that will make things 
more difficult for you, right? For example, if you're saying, I'm going to buy one, refinance, you know, buy one, even cash, you know, renovate, refinance, etc., and, and start working with number two, guess what? It may take you a year to pull all the cash out, okay? If you, have, if you would have known it, you may have been uh, um, uh, ready for it, you know, differently. So just be aware of those things. The other thing is a lot of people say, oh, I love the idea, right? Great, refi, you know, uh, house, I, I can do the work myself, etc., etc. But you come and you plan to buy it with a mortgage and the lender comes to you and says, I'm sorry, you are not, uh, the house is not appraised because it's not livable. So those are the things that, Investors do not always understand and realize that while this model is good and I like it a lot, it, there's flaws that are, can be mitigated, can be addressed, can be handled if we know, we know about them in advance. I hope this uh, chapter about the diamond in the rough properties has been helpful for you. We do have such properties in our, in our network. They're hard to find. By the way, <laughs> I didn't say Yes, they're very hard to find uh, such properties. And when I say hard, I mean between the asking and the value and the work and the location and, the, and everything else. You know, lining up all the ducks in a row for such a house, it's an extremely uh, a specific process to find such properties. I have to look at about three to 400 properties altogether to be able to buy one DIR house. But we do have them. They are available. You are most welcome to contact me if you're interested you know, in investing normally, meaning just buying a nice rental house in a suburb of one of the different metros we're in. Or if you want to understand a little bit better, if you can accomplish the DRR, DIR property. Thank you for listening. Have a terrific rest of your day. And I wish you all lots of success in your in investment endeavor. Bye-bye.